got can the you wrong. imagine how epic that would be? We got the <laughs> we got the wrong talent on today's call. Ta- Taylor Murray could do that while we're talking. He would be you would be actually doing it live while we were talking. So I'd be taller, thinner, <laughs> younger, more athletic, <laughs> and I would have more awesome hair. George would wind up with a beard. That's all <laughs> to the deal. The trade on so I've got like five to one ratio of goodness in my life. George winds up with a beard. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. Welcome to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. On today's cast, we've got George Hofheimer helping us celebrate 25 years into industry. Stay tuned. You get to hear just how instrumental he was in the development of the name of Service Star and the actual success we had early on that led us to where we're at today, having trained 1,000 credit unions 25 years later. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. There would not be a 25th anniversary of Service Star if it would not be for the person who's with me today, which is George Hofheimer, because George Hofheimer has probably more to do with Service Star being Service Star than anybody other than me, because I I had this idea to take this program that I'd put together called Becoming a Sales Champion and uh, market to credit unions. But I knew nobody knew who I was. So I said, I've got a good program. Nobody knows or even cares if they did know who Mike Neal is. And so I presented it to one very large credit union group. And um, George knows this. And they laughed in my face. And so Katie Jett, George, you remember Katie Jett? She was with UT Federal Credit Union. Yep. And so I was, I said, Katie, you won't believe what happened to me. And she's, well, that's ridiculous. This is a great program because they were, they were doing it. And she goes, you need to call George Hofheimer at Q's. And I said, well, if I can remember how to pronounce his name, I will. And she's, and I, so I called George Hofheimer. And I am I'm like, hey, George, I've got this idea. And um, and then George told me, like, maybe two years later, he wrote on a cocktail napkin, we'd be stupid not to do this. Yeah. And it just went, it was just like almost within a few months, it was just like a real thing. And so it was because George had vision. George had passion. George is a strategist. And man, of all the people I've been lucky to know in my career, George Hofheimer, there's nobody that's higher than that list of George Hofheimer. So I'm excited. How's that for an introduction, my friend? Wow. That's that's impressive. You know, I was I was gonna say, I'm trying to like uh reverse the the calendar 25 years and remember how young I was. And I, I I think the story is a little bit different. I think you're like, who's this guy who looks like uh, Opie Cunningham? He looks like he's 12 years old. He, he's, uh, you know, he's young in his career. 
I'm just going to take this concept and just bulldoze it through. But no, I mean, it was it was like, I think the stars aligning on so many different things. At that time at Cubes, we were purely an educational organization. And then I was tasked with coming up with the quote unquote products and services area. And, um, uh, you know, when you came to us with this idea, and I think I had seen you speak a few times at the conferences and, you know, captivating, engaging, or don't even describe how you address the audiences. And uh, yeah, and then kind of went back to the drawing board and put it onto a spreadsheet. And that's when I think I wrote that down. Cues back in the day at that time. And it was just, it was a lot of smart type A people and everybody was just super active. I mean, if you think of all the talent that was back there at this time and, you know, mm-hmm. people are in different places now, but it was just like an A team of uh, risk taking, innovative, uh, uh, high quality people that wanted to do everything at a high level. And, uh, and then, and then Fred, Fred being there, uh, Fred Johnson being there. I can't imagine what it was like trying to oversee that bunch, but maybe that's why Fred was on the road a lot. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> so, I, so another kind of anecdote. So w- this is going great guns. Uh, Q's comes up with the name Service Star, uh, which I think was really cool. Uh, George actually even said the stars kind of aligned, which is kind of a good uh, thought as far as Service Star. Although I will say this, uh, people from Canada, particularly, and from Wisconsin, because they're prone to over-enunciate everything, call it the Survey Star Program. Uh, <laughs> so this was mainly titled for people uh, south of the Mason-Dixon line who don't really enunciate. So they can, they very easily go, Survey Star. So, yeah, but the the ones that really over enunciate, they they call the survey star program. But so Fred, Fred said, you know what? We want to get Mike Neal up here to work with the Q's team. And we're we're going to go to this uh, place in Wisconsin where all the gangsters used to go to. Oh, Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva. Geneva, Lake Geneva, and we're going to go up there, and we're going to get Mike Neal to teach us coaching training. And um, this is where I learned never to give George Hofheimer the mic. And so I'm I'm going through our famous um, <laughs> I'm going through my famous famous effective confrontation, and so I'm going to role play it with George. And of course, George volunteers uh, to be the employee. And so I'm like, George, there's a lot of things you really do well. But something that keeps you from being fully effective in your work, George, is you don't do X, Y, or Z. So when you don't do that, George, here's the consequence of that. What are you going to do to make sure you're fully effective? George falls out of his chair starts writhing in pain, screaming about all the emotional torment he's experiencing in his life, uh, the the wreckage that is his marriage and all the associated interpersonal things. And everybody's just cracking up, laughing. And George just continues to be on the floor, wailing, wrecked with pain. And me just sitting there like, 
what the crap do I do now? And so that's when I learned never give Hoffheimer the mic because yeah. he keeps it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, don't, don't use me as a plant because I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll play along, but I, I definitely won't. I do I remember didn't that. Use the plant. You volunteered <laughs> to be the plant, George. <laughs> I also do remember speaking of uh, Wisconsin people. I think that was one of your first trips to Wisconsin, and you're like, uh, we we went out to lunch that day, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to taste all the cheese and eat all the sausage and drink all the beer. I'm like, Mike. That's kind of like a, a little bit of a cliche, you know, we've got a lot more cuisine here than sausage, cheese, and beer. And then the waitress comes up to the table and she's like, hey, yeah, you know, she, well, I'm, I was going to do a Southern accent. It's not a Southern accent. She had right. a Wisconsin accent, but I'm not going to do it. Um, she was like, hey, how's it going? I uh, just want to let you know that our um, uh, special today is uh, beer, cheese, sausage, soup. And uh, you just you you know t- talking about rolling and laughing on the floor. That was uh, that was your reaction to that too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that now. I'd completely forgotten about that. Oh my gosh, George! That I love reliving the past um, <laughs> because that's what old people do, George. That's what we. That's do. right. Yeah. Uh, well, so <laughs> well, spe- speaking speaking of that, like who was who was your first uh, service star client? Like, do you, do you remember that that whole process and how different was that than it is today? Absolutely. So our very first client was um, uh, the Disney Credit Union Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was, it was called Vista Credit Union. That's Vista right, yeah. Credit Union. And they since merged with the with the Disney LA. But uh, I remember how exciting it was to get them and uh, and go down there and work with them with, with our all of our branding and our, it was just so awesome. And of course, of all the credit unions to teach service, it's the Disney credit union. It's a little so, intimidating. Yeah. Oh my gracious. So I walk in there and I'm like, you know, like service is very important, right? They were like, <laughs> got to move past that one. And like, okay, right. But yeah, you know, like so many of our clients, George, I, um, uh, I learned so much from them and they learn from me because you're doing things for the so new. They're actually teaching you. I remember, um, you know, one of my credit unions, uh, the the Summit Federal Credit Union. I remember very clearly um, the CEO. He could tell he doesn't know exactly what he's doing, but he was really gracious with me. And so he would say, hey, you might want to try this. And um, so what I did, and I don't think you know this, George, in 2018, our 20th anniversary, I actually went back to all of these places. I went back to Summit. <clears throat> I went back to two other credit unions. And I said, I want to come in and spend a day with you and your staff just saying thank you, because <clears throat> if you had not taking that lesser version of Mike Neal, right? There would be no better version of Mike Neal. And I said, and I want to come back and kind of make right all this stuff that I probably didn't know I should be doing when I was learning how to be a consultant and just spend time with you. And we just did videos and spent time together and kind of did what we're doing now. Uh, But I I did that with uh, Hughes Federal Credit Union 
And I did that with uh, the Summit Federal Credit Union. And it was just so cool to do. But um, I, I recall that uh, I, I was, I was, I was, um, I've always been a kind of a runner, although I never looked like it because I out eat my running. That is one thing we know. You, you cannot out exercise your eating. And I'm living proof of that. But I do love to run. And I was going on my morning run back at Atlanta. And I was just thinking, if we could just get three service stars in a year, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll be like groundbreaking for me. You, you, that'll be incredible. And you think about it now, and we worked with over a thousand credit unions over all these years. I just remember if we could get three in a year, it would be like incredible. Yeah. But I think that that's like a, that's like a parable for anything, you know, starting something new. It's so scary. And uh, I mean, I, and I recently started something new too. Um, you know, just going like very, very much like you did back in the day, you know, starting, starting something and, you know, you start trying to figure out what the business model is and uh, you kind of underestimate your capability of, of, of what you can do and achieve. And then if you have that long arc of history, um, and then you look back and you you say like imagine if, if 25 years ago you were to say I you know I I worked with a thousand credit unions someone would have said you're absolutely you know we know you're nuts but you're you're certifiable now um, yeah, exactly. but I think you know I, I mean it's like it's like such a parable of hey, if you got a good idea you got the capabilities you see what you know you kind of stick your you know flag in the in the sand and say I believe these things and I'm going forward um, you know I think chances are greater than than average of, of turning it into something pretty exceptional. One of, one of the things that I always have admired about you, George, is um, that you combine two things that you don't always see, see combined. Um, you, you have uh, passion and character, and then you're really smart too. You know, you see people that are really smart, right? And they can figure things out but they don't have the same passion for what they do. So they're not as engaged in it. And then the idea of having just the character that you have as a person is so powerful and people see that in you. Right. And so, you know, if you think, Hey, I'm going to hire somebody to help me with strategy. It's like, there's a lot of credit unions who need that. I mean, I talk to so many credit unions that are just trying to, figure out what to do get to get through next year. And, you know, you're like me, man, when we started back in this business, there were 22,000 credit unions. Now there's less than 5,000 of them. And you got more credit union members than ever. So it's not like, you know, members are going away. It's just that credit unions have said, well, we're just going to try to keep doing what we do. And we're just going to keep serving our members. And we kind of know our market. And, you know, we're just going to keep trying to keep uh, executing, they're not in business anymore because other people are going, what do we need to do to be more relevant in the lives for our members and the communities we're serving so that people are drawn to us? And then when they are, how can we be a bigger impact to them? And so what you're doing is so important because, you know, one of the things our CEO, Taylor Murray says, there's mergers that are happening that shouldn't have to happen they're mergers because somebody didn't think of what's next. And so then, you know, the board's kind of stuck. The CEO retires. And next thing you know, 
there's no next plan up. And so then there's this merger. And so I just appreciate you facilitating that, allowing people to see what that future is. So they're moving towards something rather than just trying to get to the next year. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm glad you said facilitating it because like the, the, the ideas have to come from the people in the organization. I think up until now, you know, you, you know, the, the typical process was you, you'd bring in a, for strategic planning, which would occur over a day and a half or two days at a place that I would, you know, normally the alarm bells would go off if I, if I walked into that place because they're so nice. Um, uh, you know, would be experts telling the credit union what the future is. Right. And, um, you know, the facilitation is important because like that's one of the kind of the tenants that Brent and I are trying to figure out with this new QSO is like this concept of collective intelligence. There's so much wisdom and knowledge. And I know you talk about this at Service Star all the time, you know, especially with our frontline staff. How do you involve the entire organization or in fact, like the, the community um, or the field of membership? into the strategy making process as an input mechanism and then you know kind of taking that knowledge and, and putting it into practice and basically what you do is you come up with insights and ideas that are new and novel and then you know and then you just kind of hand it off to the credit union what they're really good at is doing stuff for lack of a better term and um yeah it's been really fun because you know just inviting people that aren't typically invited into the into the strategy process i think it's a really important aspect of uh the future for credit unions. Yeah. And I would, I would agree with the assessment like that, uh, you know, a lot of mergers don't need to happen, but people get tired. Uh, people get used to their, their old ruts, the, the way of thinking. And uh, that's the, you know, the inevitable downfall uh, for, for organizations like that. I love your approach. I love your approach because if you think about it, um, like Boston firefighters, they've been around since 1947. So, you know, there's DNA and there's heredity and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an organization is a living being. So all, all of the, all of the ghosts of their past are present and all the, all the capabilities of the past have rolled up into this. And so there's good stuff. There's bad stuff. There's things holding you back. Just like a person there's, you know, the way you were raised or, you know, your DNA holds you back. Um, or or catalyzes you forward in other areas. And to ignore that and just say, well, the three best practices of credit unions that will thrive in the next 15 years are these. We need to plan toward these. You're going in there and you're actually honoring who they've become and then drawing out of them what are the good parts of that? What are you naturally good at? And then what do you do well for your members now? And then how do you leverage that going forward in a new world, which is more technology driven mm-hmm. with people that, uh, who are uh, younger and a different generation who have a different view of what service may look like, but still not just trying to like, okay, hey, you're O positive. We're going to drain all of that out of you and inject you with O negative. Let's see mm-hmm. how that goes. Yeah. Not well. That's just yeah. so such a cool way of doing it, buddy. Such a yeah. cool way. Yeah, it's fun stuff. And then like like you said, like the legacy of organizations, that's where you start the conversation from because the organization wouldn't be where it is today uh, but for the legacy. Yeah. And you know, sometimes the legacy is that you know is not around anymore. Like uh um, I don't know, Enron Federal Credit Union, you know, maybe, maybe not that one, but um <laughs> actually they, you know, 
they they turned into something else and then uh, eventually emerged. But you know, it's like fire, buff and firefighters. It's like you know, uh, I, I don't know as much about them. Uh, I met a few of the people over the years, but you know, are there enough firefighters to um, support the size institution today? Probably not. Um, but you know, going out from there, like, are there other service minded professions that you can serve that are very similar to the to the needs of firefighters? And you know, kind of starting with that legacy, I think, is a really important aspect because you don't want to throw it away. You know? Yeah, I mean, you got you got to have some sort of affinity as small players in the industry. That's that's what's gonna you know put you put you in the the consideration funnel for today's consumers. It's like, you know, what do you what do you represent and what do you, what do you stand for? Um, that's the only one of the only ways that we can remain relevant and competitive. Yeah, and Boston firefighters did a really good job. They brought in the state police, right? So there you go. They they realized, okay, hey, we we if we're going to grow, we've got to add to our group. But they didn't leap out and go, okay, we're going to take in the Catholic diocese of South Boston, right? So like, what what's kind of a similar kind of okay? These first responder hero folks. They all, they're all going to kind of get our vibe. So that's mm-hmm. so so I, I know you're super busy and I don't want to take up a bunch of your time. But so uh, once again, the, the name of your the name of your organization, George, and, and how do people find you? Yeah, it's really simple. Uh, Hoffheimer Strategy Advisors. Uh, that's my last name. Hoffheimer. Um, and it's Hoffheimer.org. Thanks, man, for just being a part of this. It's just so great walking down memory lane and talking about all the cool things you're doing. Yeah, well, I want to thank you too. Uh, you know, you were a big part of my uh, career as well, and you know, just being uh, a small part of the the Service Star story, and uh, you know, the the ability for an organization to stay in business and for 25 years is something, but for it to thrive for 20 years is is pretty amazing. So I want to congratulate you. And uh, 20 years, 25 years from now, we'll, we'll all be visiting you at the home and uh, listening to all your crazy stories, which which may be more coherent 25 years from now than they are today. That's so, true. Actually, yeah. and there'll be more of them. And uh, <laughs> 25 years from now, George, you also won't remember that I told them because you're going to be super old too. Totally, totally. So we're just going to hang out. I'll tell all the old stories. You're like, why have you never told me that? Be too old dudes. <laughs> all right. Hey, well, congratulations George, thank you so again. much. Yeah, Wish y'all you all the best and talk soon. Here at Service Star Consulting, it is our job to inspire transformational change in credit unions. And by golly, for 25 years, we've been able to do that with the help of people like Tansley Stearns and George Hoffheimer. And you got some nuggets today. You got some sound strategy from George and Mike. And, you know, it's no surprise. You get two industry icons like those two in one room talking about credit unions you're going to get some goods. And so thanks for listening to today's podcast. Thanks for being a subscriber and for sharing our podcast. You know, we're trying to inspire more learners in 2023 and even more in 2024. And the podcast is the way that we do that. So if you think there's someone in the credit union industry that is missing out on the sound strategy that we found out today from George and Mike's conversation, go ahead and give that podcast a share and uh, subscribe to the podcast for more episodes of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast.